All right. Hello. We're back. It's April now. And it's only been a couple of weeks, maybe like a little over two weeks since the last episode, which I think is pretty good. You know, I really, I didn't want it to be, but I honestly thought it was going to be like two months before I ever came on here again. But look at us now. Look at us now. Oh my God. Okay. Before we start today's episode, I want to take this time to do some, do some promo. Okay. Not spons, but I really just want to talk about look at us now. Um, no, not look at us now. Um, Daisy Jones in the six. Okay. You could skip to, you can skip this part if this is boring, but I, I'm, I'm going to talk about it. Okay. Because I'm so serious about this book and this show. And I just wanted to talk about it for a few minutes because it, it's so good. You guys look at us now. The reason why that prompted me to talk about this right now is because look at us now is one of the songs off of Aurora, the album from Daisy Jones and the Six. And I just want to start off by making it so clear that I'm not a book person. So for me to be encouraging other people to read this book and watch the show is fucking insane. Like, I I cannot stress that enough, you guys. Like, it's... Okay, like I said, I'm not a book person. As much as I want to be for my entire life, I really could not... I just could not do it. Even though I love doing creative stuff and, like, that's what I gravitated towards my entire life, reading and literature was just not a part of that, right? Like, in high school, I did not read any of the books that we had to read besides maybe one or two, and one of them being The Fucking Crucible, which is literally a play like it's not like a proper book and I think the next one was like The Great Gatsby actually I've read a couple of books I mean more than a couple of books throughout high school but it was for school I never read for my own pleasure you know what I mean the last time I read like for fun was in middle school when I read Perks of Being a Wallflower for the first time and that took over my entire life for my entire teenage years and before that it was the fall in our stars back in like 2014 when it like first when it only the only time it was like really popular and before that I did not read I was not a reader I think in when I was like super little in like elementary school I I read you know the magic tree house Junie B. Jones and Diary of a Wimpy Kid all of them the whole point of me saying that I'm not an avid reader is because I, I'm really not. And if you know me personally, reading is really not my thing. It's really not. I have a couple of friends who love reading and like love books, blah, blah, blah. That was never my thing. One of my friends recommended Daisy Jones and Mystics to me. I don't know if you're listening, but it was Shane. So hi, Shane, if you are listening, if for whatever reason. But... So my friend Shane, he was like, you should read Daisy Jones and the Six. And this was maybe six months ago. I don't know. It was, it was a minute ago. It was a minute ago. And he was like, you should read this book. 
you would really like it. And I was like, okay, yeah, like I will. And I had no intentions of doing so. Sorry, but like, I just, I don't know what to say. I just, I'm not a big fan of books. I wasn't really going to read it. But I was at Barnes and Noble maybe a few months ago and, and I remembered him talking about it. And the reason why we started talking about Daisy Jones is because this is when the show first got like announced or like, or like there were like rumors about the show. And I was a big fan of the people who were announced to be casted in it. And I think that's why we started talking about it. I really don't know. I just know it was re- recommended and I was like, I don't think I'm going to read it. Like, I really don't think so. I would much rather watch than read. And for any like film or like book to film or book to TV adaptation, I would always watch it. I would never ever read it besides like Perks. That was like the only other one that I've like read before I've watched. No, no, no. I lied. I lied to you guys. I actually watched Perks first and then I really liked it. I was like, I decided to watch. I mean, oh my God, I literally cannot speak. I decided to read the book after I watched it because I watched the movie and I changed my life right so with um with daisy sorry i'm like adjusting everything because i'm on the floor and i'm very uncomfortable right now but with daisy i was like okay you know what i'm just gonna read it i'm just gonna read it something just told me you should read it and it wasn't shane it was just a voice in my head i was like you should read what shane told me told you to read so i did and oh my god i've been telling everyone to read this fucking book and that is so out of character me recommending a book to someone is fucking insane. And I don't want to be that bitch. I really don't want to be that bitch. But the book is so much better than the show. I love the show. I love the soundtrack. Even though I hate how they change so much. They change basically the entire thing. Like down to the titles and, you know, the actual lyrics of the songs. And they also change like the dynamics of the characters and the sequence of events and whatever and I really don't I'm not a fan of that but overall I'm a fan of both the book and the show however I would say the book is a lot better which is so strange but I have been obsessed with the book I've read it I think twice now which is a big deal me reading a book once let alone twice it's insane, you guys. And I know this is so... No one fucking cares. I've been talking about this for like almost 10 minutes. But if you haven't watched the show, it's on Amazon Prime. If you don't have Amazon Prime, do the free fucking trial and just binge it. Highly recommend it. But I would say read read the book. I've been... It's, it's, it's so... Like, I don't even know how to express it. Because I don't know how to talk about books, so I never fucking talk about books. But it's so good. And I told April to watch the show, and now she's like, I, like, she's talking about how she's always listening to the soundtrack, and I'm like, me too. Like, at first, like, some of the songs are like, oh, like, it's a little questionable, because I'm like, I don't know if this is, like, good. But, like, I get it. I listen to it voluntarily now, too. Like, it's so good. It's so good. That's all I have to say about it. I just had to say that because I don't even know why I started talking about Daisy. Oh, it's because I said, look at us now. My favorite song off of Aurora. Ooh, I, okay. 
if you're not going to watch the show and if you're not going to read the book, at least listen to some of the songs. I would tell you to just listen to the entire album. There's not that many songs on it. But if you only want to listen to one... Actually, no. I don't know. I don't know. I would say listen to Let Me Down Easy, Kill You to Try, Look at Us Now, Regret Me, and The River. Those are like the Daisy Jones songs. Like the Daisy Jones and the Six. And... Or, oh, actually, or Look Me in the Eye by um, the Dunn Brothers. That's like the band before the Six and before Daisy Jones and the Six. Um, The lyrics in that one, (laughs) it's kind of funny. But I've grown to love it. And I think you should all listen to it. But now I'll actually get into the episode. And me getting into the episode right now, isn't even getting into the episode because we're going to kind of backtrack a little bit and revisit the previous episode because that episode, I feel like I have to apologize for it because I listened back to it and I know Gemini Babe is just a whole, you know, just saying whatever comes to my mind as it comes. It's not structured. It's not, you know, I'm, I never know what I'm talking about. That's the whole point, Right. But something about that episode, I listened to it and I was like, maybe I should start scripting my shit before I record and literally read off my computer screen. Because I I considered, oh my God, maybe I should just like take this episode down, re-record and like add some of the things that I want to add on and then post it. But I've done that before with like a different, like a couple different episodes. I'm like, I, I don't care enough. I said what I said. And now it's there. So saying that, we're going to just add on to um, what I was talking about in that episode. And then we'll get into the point of this episode. And we actually have a solid topic, I think. So that's kind of exciting. But we'll get into it. In the previous episode, the main idea was generally just me talking about me realizing things about the period of my life I was in. It's just me talking about stuff I realized. Yep. What, what is that? You know, me, I was just talking about, it was just me realizing things. Uh, because it's time that I, what was, I'm going to look it up. What does she say? Because I know it's like a direct quote. Realizing things. Kylie Jenner. What is it? Okay, yeah. I feel like this year is really about, like, the year of just realizing stuff. And everyone around me, we're all just realizing things. And it's so fucking true. And I remember... When is this from? This was from 2016. And I remember people gave her so much shit being like, Girl, what the fuck? But I get it. Sometimes it's just a year of realizing things. And I feel like this year is that year for me where I'm just realizing things. (laughs) And one of the things I've realized is, oh, like, okay, how do I, what does I even say? I'm looking at my bullet point list because I decided not to script things because that 
defeats the whole purpose of Gemini, babe. So I attempted to make a better bullet point thing, and we're going to see if this help, helps me at all. Clearly not, because I cannot find the part where I need to find. Okay, one of the things that really made me feel old and that I'm an adult and that I'm not like a trendy teenager like I used to be. I still feel like I am a trendy teenager because I am, you know, 19 and I would like to think I'm trendy, but I cannot keep up, you guys. I, I can't keep up with the new slang and it takes me a while to be in the know of what's cool and what the kids are saying nowadays because okay well I'm just it's embarrassing because I feel like this is something everyone knows but it took me a very long time and this was the first little realization this was the starting point of me being like oh my god there are things that I am so unaware of and the main thing that started all of this that made me spiral is when people started using the word riz (laughs) i don't even want to tell you how long it took me to grasp what it really meant because i would see it on tiktok all the time and i'm on tiktok more than all my other apps on social like social media apps i feel like tiktok and pinterest are my top two and no one's gonna be posting about riz on pinterest so on tiktok when people started using that word in comments or like in their videos i mean i kind of got the gist of it you know i use context clues right but at the end of the day there's so many ways people use riz i just could not fully grasp what it meant and this went on for like a few weeks like when it first started going around and I I was like I don't know what this fucking means so you know how on TikTok now I don't know when this started but like sometimes in the video or like at the bottom of the video or like on top of the comments the search bar like it like comes up with something like there's like a auto-filled kind of thing that you can tap one of the things was like what does Riz mean so I clicked on it and there's videos that really did not give me an answer. So I had to urban dictionary it. And that made me feel so fucking old and out of the loop. Me having to urban dictionary a fucking word. That's embarrassing. Because I feel like I used to, like, I still feel like I'm like hip with it. You know, like I still feel like I get it. But it's definitely taking me such a long time to learn what these new words mean. And then from the Riz incident. That's when I really started to realize all the things that are going around on social media that's making me feel so old and that I'm not super young anymore because I feel like when I was online growing up on the internet, whatever, I caught on to things really, really quickly. And now I'm just getting to that age where it's taking me so so long and I'm like oh my god I never ever thought it would come to this but but look at us now you know what I mean it's fucking crazy and one of the things more recently 
like a more recent example of me feeling old or like realizing that I'm I'm in that age is when all the Hailey Bieber, Justin Bieber, Selena Gomez shit was going around. And there's a lot of um, younger people talking about Selena. And a lot of them were not aware of Wizards of Waverly Place. There's like comments or like videos talking about like that drama. And like a lot of people didn't know how um, this love triangle or even just like Justin and Selena, how it went back to like the Wizards of Waverly Place days. And a lot of people didn't know what that show was. That's fucking crazy to me, is it not? Because Wizards was one of the main shows that I grew up on. Like, it's, I don't know, I don't, I'm like baffled. I'm, what's the word? I'm flabbergasted. Because what the fuck? Not just Wizards, but also um, another thing. I feel like I've mentioned this before. I might have not. But the fact that people don't know about One Direction... Or that Harry used to be in One Direction. Or like new Harry fans. Like the younger ones. They don't know that he used to be in a fucking band. That is crazy to me. Like no that one is the one that really. Really gets me into like a crisis. Because what do you mean? What do you mean? And like I get it. You know because I I was I was a kid. I was like seven eight when one direction first started so it makes sense because it's been such a long time but still like that is i didn't realize how long ago that really was and that is just so crazy to me and it's just such a weird feeling being aware of you getting old i don't know okay that was i think the end of me adding on to the previous episode it was just a few things that I should have put in there but that episode was not as you know if you listen to it it was it was all over the place I was not thinking and I should have put that in but I don't know why I did obviously I know why I did because I'm doing it here now but that was that that's what I wanted to also say or like also include just some of the other things that make me aware of my age. But now that chapter is closed. We're done with that episode. Now we're getting into today's episode topic, which is about... See, now I don't really know how to describe it. I have all these points. The general idea of what we're going to talk about today is beauty. You know, physical well, physical and non-physical attractiveness you know I first started thinking about this subject because recently I have binge watched the last season or not the last season the newest season of love is blind so if for some reason you don't know what love is blind is um love is blind is a reality tv show dating show social dating experiment reality tv show on netflix right and essentially the concept or like the idea of it i mean it's pretty fucking obvious it's it's in the fucking title it's like is love blind right and the way it works is there's 15 guys and 15 girls and 
they blind date each other like through these like pods they like these little rooms and there's a wall in between and then they just start talking and the goal is to meet their meet their perfect one you know get married at the end of the fucking show and just fall in love with someone without ever seeing their face and i've watched like the other seasons of love is line before and i've kind of stuck them a little bit after watching this most recent season and some of the people that got married on previous seasons are still married and that's fucking crazy to me and to answer like is love blind a lot of the people in the show have said yeah like clearly i fell in love with this person and i didn't see their face when i was falling in love with them and you know that kind of got me thinking like good for you like genuinely like good for you because i okay i just want to do a disclaimer as i do for all my episodes um everything is just my opinion based on my experiences my thoughts just what i think and i just want to say that before i say that i think as much as it's great that people have found love um without the physical aspect of it me personally i can't do that i don't think i could do that i really don't think so and this episode i don't think it's gonna be like the way i did the notes i didn't really it's not really about oh is love blind like that's not the topic of it it's just the show is what got me thinking of what we're going to talk about today and the main points, we're just going to list list the points of like what we're going to talk about. We're going to be talking about physical appearance, you know, just your type, you know, platonic admiration versus like romantic like attraction and admiration because those are very different. But like there's kind of like a fine line in between those or like I'm like scrolling through my thing. Or, like, things that make you more attractive, things that make you less attractive. And finally, like, how do you feel attractive? Like, how do you become attractive? How do you feel hot? How do you become hot? You know what I mean? Or just, like, comparing... I don't know. Just everything beauty, everything beauty standard-wise, attractiveness-wise, is something that I kind of wanted to go over today. I think that physical, physical attraction or you know, physical appearance. I feel like it is so important. It is so important. I 100% believe that you should be physically attracted to whoever you're in a relationship with. We're going to be talking about like attraction platonically, but right now I want to focus on romantic relations because if you're dating someone, you're in a relationship with someone, it is so important to be physically attracted to them. And a big part of that is when it comes to dating, when it comes to, you know, seeing people in that way. I think in part of any like romantic relationships, I feel like personally, um, sex is such a big part of it. And I know a lot of people would agree that sex is such a big part of any relationship. But I, it sounds so shallow when you're like, I want 
I, like, I, I want to be with someone who's hot or like blah, 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 blah. But I feel like there's a difference between being in a relationship just because you think the person's hot versus just finding your partner hot. You know what I mean? And when I say, oh, I think looks matter, it sounds so shallow. And it is shallow if that's the only thing you're basing it off on. But in the grand scheme of, well, not in the grand scheme of things, when you really think about it, physical appearance, being physically attracted to someone, it is crucial because sex is such a big part of any dynamic and like those romantic relationships. I feel like it's such a big part of it. And why wouldn't you want to be physically attracted to whoever you're dating? You know what I mean? I don't understand how people can just be with someone regardless of how they look. Because, you know, your part, like the person that you're with doesn't have to be the hottest person in the world. But I strongly, strongly believe that you should find them attractive physically, not just like the connection you have emotionally with them. I feel like that's not enough. Just like how, you know, physical attraction to someone is not enough. You need that emotional thing there. It goes both ways. Like you have, like, no matter how strong that connection is with someone, if you're not physically attracted to them, I feel like it just wouldn't work. But I feel like maybe that's just me. I also don't really have that much experience. I haven't dated that many people. I haven't been in that many relationships. I've only been in one actual relationship, right? So I don't have a ton of experience, but within the experiences that I've had, I believe that physical appearance did I say, no, I said that weird. Physical appearance is crucial. Maybe not number one, but it's definitely the number one thing I notice. Right? Like, I like I know, like, Love is Blind, the show, the whole point is for you to not base your choices off um, who you find attractive. Like, I get it. But I don't know. Like, because when I'm, like, dating someone or when I'm, like, with someone... The number one thing I notice that intrigues me about them is how they look. Like, that's how they get you. You know what I mean? And I know people say, oh, like, don't judge a book by their cover, like, its cover, blah, 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 blah. But I will. And that might make me kind of a shitty person, but it's not, when you really think about it, it's not. And I feel like a lot of people don't admit it or they don't like to admit it because it they're scared that's going to make them look like a shitty person, but... It's so important to have that initial attraction to someone because I feel like I've been in situations or there were parts of my life where I was with people that I don't, I wasn't 100% attracted to them, you know, whether it be that maybe the sex wasn't good or like it wasn't enjoyable for me or like I wasn't attracted to them physically you know that I feel like you could look past it in certain situations but it really it really depends on the person and if the person you know really is your perfect match but you're just not the hottest person alive maybe you can like let it go on a case-by-case basis but depending on your situation Overall, I feel like it's really important to have that physical connection with someone. 
I don't know why I think that. I don't really know why I think that physical aspect is so crucial. It's just the way my brain works. I feel like that connection is so important just because it says a lot about the dynamic you have with that person. I feel like it says a lot about how the overall well-being of your relationship is and like how connected you guys are. Because I feel like it's important to have um, a level of con- like, a g- how do I how do I phrase this? Like, I feel like it's so crucial to have a good balance is what I'm trying to say of all and any kind of like attraction connection you can have with some person. And, you know, maybe maybe they're not. Like I said, maybe they're not the hottest person in the world, but I feel like there should be some sort of attraction to them. And in the show, in Love is Blind, um, a lot of the times they look past the looks and they're or like they're like, oh, I already know who you are. So the looks don't really matter that much, which I get. And it's great. But there's some couples on there where they kind of clicked in the pods, like in the rooms, but then they saw each other in real life and they're like, oh. It's just like it's hard to match the face with like the voice and just the connection. Like it's like off because physical attraction is so important. I feel like that's it's just so important. That's all I gotta say. You should be physically attracted to whoever you're with. And it's hard. It's really hard to be in a relationship with someone who you're not, who you don't find physically attractive. And it's not your, it's not the other person's fault. They can't change that about them. And you're not to blame either. You just, you know, he, they're, the person's just not your type. And I think that's fine. But I feel like going, navigating, dating, and just like that whole scene, as shallow as it does sound, you should go for people that you think are hot. And I feel like, Like, I feel like there's two sides to this, like, two opinions that I might get. Like, I say that as if, like, I have, like, this huge audience and that I'm going to get, like, such backlash. Like, because, like, there's the argument, you know? Some people could argue, like, oh, that's so shallow. Like, it's what's on the inside that counts. And I'm not saying you're wrong. That is equally as important. I think that's what I'm trying to say. It's equally as important your physical attraction and emotional or like physical, I mean, spiritual. Is that the, I don't know. I don't know what I'm trying to say. I'm just saying, ugh, they're both important. But a lot of people like to dismiss the physical aspect because they don't want to seem like a bad person or seem shallow or seem just shitty, you know? But I don't think wanting to be with someone that you think is hot, I don't think that, I really don't think that's a bad thing, but I've noticed that in society, in our world, it's kind of looked down upon. You're just like, oh, blah, 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 blah. you know what? I don't know if that makes sense. I've, it's just my observation. I just, it feels weird saying it out loud, but I feel like it has to be said. I feel like people need to stop acting like they're just better people than others just because they're with someone. And like, or like, not just because they're with someone. What am I trying to say? Let me backtrack. I just don't like how people think they're above others because they're like, oh, I don't judge based on looks. It's not that you're judging them based on looks. It's 
just having that attraction. And if you don't have that attraction towards someone, okay, it's not that big of a fucking deal, is what I'm trying to say. You know what I mean? I don't know. I I keep saying, you know what I mean? Or like, you know, as if someone's going to be like, yeah, like, I know what you mean. Or like, yeah, no, I get you. I'm literally by myself on the floor. Like, no one is going to be responding to me. But I say it anyway. So I'm sorry. But moving on. My next little bullet point says, like, I also mentioned this before when I was going over stuff. Um, platonic admiration versus, like, romantic attraction and admiration for someone because I'll see guys or like I'll see girls who hit like every little thing in my little mental note list of things that I would say are quote-unquote like my type right but it really it really depends on the person when it comes down to it I feel like that's when um the more like emotional connection and like the non-physical attributes come into play because I'll see like a girl or a guy I'm like oh my god they're so hot but like I'm not I'm not like attracted to them in that way even though they have the same physical qualities as someone I would be romantically attracted to sometimes that same type is like a platonic admiration type of thing I don't really I don't know why exactly. I don't know what really factors into it. It's just kind of how my brain works. And speaking of how my brain works, I have three like categories that I kind of want to share when it comes to me deciding if someone is like physically attractive in my eyes. The first category is just, okay, you're hot. You know, like you are a good looking person. And these people are usually the 10 out of 10 model, actor, whatever. They're usually like the famous ones, you know? They're usually celebrities because they're just conventionally attractive. You know, like the conventionally attractive 10 out of 10s. I could, if I just see one of them, I'm just like, okay, yeah, you're hot. You know, a good example of this would be um now I'm blanking on like all all the celebrities. Let me let me look some up for a second. Hot celebrities. I'm trying to give examples so I can like hot celebrities. Okay, let's see. Um Okay, see, like, some of them are, like, they could be considered, like, my type, but, like, also, oh, this is hard. Okay, let's go, let's go for, I don't know, I don't know, Chris, Chris Evans, you know, yeah, he's hot, I think he's hot, I can see that he's hot, but he's, like, very conventionally attractive, that's why a lot of people think he's so hot, because he's, like, conventionally pretty, like, he, like, mitts what? He meets all those standards, right? Usually the people that are the 10 out of 10, you know, hot ass, hot ass people, they're not usually my type. You know, they're not someone I could be, I, I mean, okay, let me, let me backtrack for a second. Um, there are celebrities who can be my type, 
there's still tens in my eyes, right? And that kind of ties into the second thing, the second category, which is just my type. And I guess celebrities who are tens can fit into that. Does that make sense? Like, the first category was just people like Ryan, Ryan Gosling, Chris Evans, those motherfuckers. I can, like, I, I can, I think they're hot, you know? I can, Paul Rudd. I don't know. Like, you know, you know what I mean? Like, they're just conventionally attracted people that can recognize that they're hot, but not necessarily my type, right? And then there's my type. And these, this varies for any, uh, anyone because I feel like beauty obviously is subjective. And I'd say that my type, the people that I'm usually attracted to have darker features and they're you know maybe they're not conventionally attractive but they're attractive to me you know like I don't really know how to explain my type physically because if you look at the people if I were to like list all the guys celebrity or not that I think are really hot I don't know. I don't know how to like say it without feeling, feeling like weird. But like, if I had a list of all the fuckers that I thought were hot, they would have some common themes, some common traits, but they don't look anything alike. So I don't really know how to like describe them. I don't know. I feel like, because I feel like I wrote down on here, like, um, when a lot of people describe their types, they bring race into it, which I understand to an extent. I feel like some people have more traction towards other people of a certain race. But I really, I don't know, personally, I don't, I don't have like a certain race or like ethnicity or like whatever that I prefer over the other because I feel like it's really weird to just cancel out a whole race and be like I don't like Asians I don't like white people blah 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 right like just I don't know it doesn't make sense like you're really saying that you don't find any any of these people attractive just because of what their race is I don't know girl that there's something deep within you that you have to get checked out because that it's just it doesn't sit right with me it's fucking weird so I don't really know how to explain my type other than people with darker features and going back to you know the conventional attractiveness um examples I what's an example of see like I have like celebrity crushes I'd say but like I also I don't know. I don't know how to like explain it. I guess I'm not really into blondes. Well, that does make sense because I just said I like darker features, but I guess that's the only way to describe it. I mean, like I, some people can be blonde and I still find them hot, but it's not my top. You know what I mean? I like certain hairstyles. I feel like hair isn't really a deal breaker unless your hair is just like really fucked up. But I like 
I don't know. I don't know how to describe it. I don't, I'm moving on because I really don't know how to describe my type and you don't deserve to know my type. So the third category is just a no. There's people I'm just like, no, like I don't find you attractive at all. Like I don't see it really. I don't get it. But that doesn't necessarily mean that this person is ugly. You know? Like, you're... If you're just, like, in my no category, it's just someone that I don't think is cute, like, at all. But I can see why you might be someone's type. And that is a little different than the first category. Because, like, the first category, you're not really my type. Like, I still think you're cute. You know? Would I ever go for you? No. But I can recognize that you're hot, you know? For the no category, it's more like, I don't really see it. I really don't see it. But it makes sense for someone else, you know? You're someone's type, but you're not mine. If that makes any sense. And to kind of make it, I don't know, to make it make sense, I think. Because I feel like I'm saying a whole lot of nothing again. I feel like the best way to kind of describe it is me and Hannah's different tastes in men. Because I feel like when we talk about, like, girls we find pretty or whatever, just, like, for girls and guys, I feel like it's different because me and Hannah, we usually talk about guys because I feel like with girl. Okay, another thing I want to talk about. I feel like I'm really, really picky with how guys look, but I'm not really picky with how girls look because I feel like there's no girls that are, like, really bad looking i feel like i don't know it's weird whatever okay (laughs) going back to me and his types as a example um hannah has a she has a certain taste right she's more into you know the we've talked about this before i know we talked about this before in the history is either the history of the meep or whatever episode that she was on. Don't really remember, but we talked about how she's into more of like the beachy, surfy, skater, that like, you know, like adventurous, I would say. I don't know, like outdoorsy kind of man. That's what she likes. And not even like those kind of traits, but like physically. Physically speaking, like, she has a certain look that she gravitates to, right? And I, like, I know her well enough to scout out those guys. Like, I'll see someone, and I'm like, that's someone Hannah would love, right? And I usually wouldn't, I never agree. I'll say that. And it's not like, oh, Hannah has bad taste. She has good taste for what she likes. And she can say the same shit about me. I'll be like, this guy is so cute. And she'll be like, that's so you. And like, we have a phrase where it's just like, they're so meep. And like, that's like saying that out loud. I can't, I can't. But that's just how it works. We're like, oh my God, like it just makes sense for you. And I, that is not, that's not a bad thing. Again, it's just, I would think that someone is like the hottest Hottest man I've ever seen. Oh, actually, we have had this exact conversation before. Hannah and I were at dinner, and um, hopefully she doesn't 
annihilate me for telling this story. But we were at dinner and I forgot what we were talking about, but we started talking about this one guy that we know. And she was like, he is, I think he's the hottest man alive. Like he, she was like, I think he's like the hottest man I've ever seen. And I was honestly shocked because I knew she thought this guy was attractive. I had no idea she thought he was the hottest man in the world because I do not see it. And I was like, you're fucking kidding. And she's like, oh my God. And I was like, oh my God. You know what I mean? And that's the difference between, <laughs> like, it's just a difference. And he's not ugly. Like, I don't, I really don't think, like, anybody is, like, fuck ugly from the get-go. You know what I mean? Like, I don't consider people ugly. And I, w- I would never say it out loud unless that they're, unless they're, like, an ugly person. If that makes sense. I feel like that's kind of contradicting, so let me explain. I like I don't think it's okay to talk about someone's physical appearance, but if they're like a shit person, then I think it's like fair game, you know what I mean? So like this guy that we're talking about, he's not ugly. I don't think he's ugly, but I also would never find him like attractive. You know what I mean? So my point is essentially that beauty is forever and always going to be subjective. You know, just because you find someone like you know not your type doesn't mean they're ugly you know and vice versa just because someone's not you're not someone's type doesn't mean you're an ugly person you're not it's just you're not their type and that's fine like there's no there's nothing wrong with it it's not the end of the world but you could be ugly if like going back to like what i was just talking about about like things that make you ugly. Let's talk about what makes you ugly and what makes you not. Because like I said, when you I feel like I really when you look at someone just in the physical aspect, I'm never like, "Oh my god, you're fucking ugly." You know? I feel like ugly is such a mean word, and I feel like you shouldn't use it unless the person is truly an ugly person. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you could be, you could be, let's say you're five. Let's say you're five. The things, the qualities about you can either make you an eight or it can drop you down to a two. It really depends. And to me, let's say that you're just an average looking guy. If you're a shitty person, like if you just don't have manners, you're just kind of you're an asshole, you're just weird, you're like disrespectful, you're not funny, you have no redeeming qualities about you. Because like I said, like like I said in the beginning of the episode or like earlier in the episode, looks matter. But it doesn't have to be the only thing. You know, you don't have to be the hottest person ever if you have other qualities about yourself that add on to making you appear more attractive to a certain person. But if you're just an average looking guy and you're also a shitty person and you treat other people badly, and I see that, then you're an ugly person. Like, you're ugly. Like, it makes you physically unattractive as well. And I don't think there's anything wrong with it, honestly. Because if you're an ugly person, you're an ugly person. That's the end of it. If you're treating someone, um, not even treating someone, if you're just like the way your brain works, if 
you just have like a shitty outlook on life or like you don't have the best perspectives on certain situations if your opinions are a little questionable if your morals are weird if you you know if you don't have anything like i said if you don't have any redeeming qualities and you're actively a bad person then that makes you that either makes you like stay how do i explain it like you either stay the same or you go down there's no way that you're gonna be found more attractive and same goes for you know let's say you're a 10 out of 10 and i feel like i know a few people but there's a few girls that i know of who are you know 10 out of 10 in my opinion but the kind of person they are like knowing like the shit that they you know say and do that just makes them an ugly person doesn't take away from the fact that they're beautiful they're hot they're so pretty but it just it doesn't make them attractive anymore just because like you know what kind of person they are you know does that make sense like comparing the two things like you can be ugly and have ugly qualities and you're either you stay ugly Oh, okay. Oh my God. That contradicts everything. Like you can be like not the most attractive person (laughs) and the shit that you do makes you stay that, I guess, the same level of attractiveness that you've always had or uglier. It won't make you hotter. Same thing with if you're hot, if you're, you know, if you have like good qualities, it makes you an even hotter person. But if you have like shitty qualities, it just makes you ugly, like automatically. And I feel like it's like kind of common sense. Like, like, I feel like a lot of people would agree, but I don't, I haven't really talked about it with that many people. And I feel like not a lot of people put that much thought into it. You know, I don't know. It's weird. I feel like when it comes to redeeming qualities, like good qualities, like I said, like going back to that little scale, I don't like using scales, but like for the sake of conversation, I'm going to use the same example. Let's say you're five you know, but you're very well, well behaved, (laughs) like you're well, you know, you have manners, you're, you have like a hot voice or like you have, you know, good style. See like style. Okay. Okay. This part of my little bullet point list, I'm kind of, I'm kind of conflicted about to like where, what category to put this in, like either either like physical or non-physical. Because, you know, going back to what I said about me and Hannah having different types. Because the whole surf, let's, I'm going to use like surfer guys as like an example. Because surfer guys has, they have like a certain look to them, a certain vibe. Does that count like, is that like a physical thing? Because like, I feel like surfing, it's you know, a hobby or, like, a talent or whatever, like, you know, it's something that someone does. Like, does the act make them more attractive or is it the look of that group of people that makes them attractive? Is it, like, the surfer aesthetic or the fact that they're a surfer? You know, it depends. Because for me, I'll use myself as an example. Like, I feel like my type, just like how some people's types are, like, surfers or, like, athletes, I feel like my my type kind of gears towards musicians. But is it like, is it the fact that they're passionate about music and like they do music? Is that what is attractive? 
Or is it like the fact that the look of the musician, you know, because they have like a certain look too. And that also goes into like what kind of music they play and like what kind of like whatever. So, I, I mean, I guess it's kind of both. It can be both, but I don't, I really wanted to put it into like one category, but I feel like, I feel like I can't do that. I feel like the way you treat me, if I'm like with someone, I judge them very heavily based off of like how they talk to other people when we're together, like their dynamics with their friends, like how they talk about other people, how like they're, I don't know. I don't know. I I know this is, like, such, like, bare minimum shit. Like, oh, the way they talk to their friends, the way they treat other people, blah, 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 blah. That makes them so attractive. That's really sad just because I feel like that's very, you know, it's common sense. It's, like, bare minimum. But I feel like we live in a world where men, they just, they're not doing it for me anymore. You know what I mean? It's just, like... I don't know, like, it's a weird thing, because I feel like for guys, the bar is so low, and I really don't want to give them, like, that low of a bar, like, I don't want to, like, hype them up for being just a good fucking person, but I can't help it, because that's what I feel like it's come down to, you know, which is kind of sad, but disregarding that, I feel like being hot it really depends on your type. Like I said, that's the whole point. And it's just so strange because I don't really know how types develop. I really don't know. And I know like people talk about like, oh, like sexual awakenings, blah, blah, blah. Or like the, my first crush, blah, blah, blah. And that is what your type down the line is like kind of based off of. And it makes sense. But it's just so strange to think about. Like, I've mentioned this before, I think. I don't know. I don't know if I've ever talked. I don't think I've talked about it. But my, like, the very first, like, on-screen, like, crush that I've had was um, Dean Moriarty. If you don't know who he is, then I don't know what to tell you. I feel like if you look him up. Oh, my God. I literally tried looking him up on um, my computer, and it's... In purple, meaning I've already looked him up before. That's so fucking funny. Um, Dean Moriarty is Alex's boyfriend in Wizards of Waverly Place. He was only in it for a little bit. Do not look at what he looks like now because he's like a criminal, I think. But that's the actor. I'm talking about Dean Moriarty. He was my first crush. I was like so in love with him. And I feel like that translated into the kind of guy that I'm attracted to now and honestly I feel like the only thing that's carried on is like the dark features other than that I feel like I don't have a solid type yeah I'm more attracted to musicians or like that style but it has to be a certain style and you just gotta be a nice person I don't know the bar solo but that's just where I'm at with it just finding other people attractive and like how I've kind of determined that. And I feel like you figuring out your type, the only way to go about really knowing what you want and being confident in what you're looking for is just to go out 
with as many people as you can. And I'm not saying just whore yourself out and just like fuck everyone. I'm not because I I'm just saying I'm putting that out there because I remember me saying that sexual um attraction not sexual attraction just like sex is a big part of any relationship. I feel like you should be physically attracted to them. Blah blah blah. Even though I feel like I still stand by it, I'm not saying go fuck around and fuck all these people to figure out what you like. Like, yeah, if you want to do it, I'll, like, support it. But that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying when it comes to just deciding what you think you want, you're never going to know unless you try it. And there's been so many times where I would text Hannah and be like, I don't want to go out with this guy. Like, I don't want to go. But I'll go anyways, just for the experience, just to figure it out. And I've never regretted going on any of the dates I've been on because I'm like, okay, I'm figuring out, okay, this is, this guy did not work out. I don't like this kind of guy, blah, blah, blah. You really have to like play around with your standards. Don't lower them, but see what you like and see what traits you gravitate towards, like what kind of people you gravitate towards. And then you will just Learn more about yourself and your type and everything. You know what I mean? I feel like that's a very obvious thing, but I feel like a lot of people are hesitant to put themselves out there. And it's definitely taken me a long time to get to a point where I feel comfortable and like secure within myself to be able to like put myself out there. And it just takes time. But when you do feel ready, I feel like it's really helpful to just see, just meet new people. Because I feel like, I just want to talk about dating for a second because I recently saw a TikTok about it and it's been on my mind because it kind of ties into this whole conversation, especially because the idea started off of me watching a fucking reality dating show. But I feel like dating nowadays is so skewed. It's so like, ugh, like I hate it, but like I love it, you know? I really just wish people didn't take it so seriously because I don't know I feel like back to what I said it's you shouldn't go into dating or like seeing someone being like we are gonna be endgame like we are gonna end up together and like we're gonna fall in love blah 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 if that's what happens that's cool you know but I feel like when you're young and dating when you're like I'm emphasizing the young part like when you're younger like when you're like my age when you're just like trying to see what you really really like I think it's important to like not take it so seriously like when you're older if you're in a different stage of your life okay that's a different conversation that I am not eligible to participate in yet but for me like my this this period of my life I'm just realizing I'm just realizing it's not that serious it's really not just have fun with figuring yourself out and seeing what you like, what you don't like. Observe people. You know what I mean? I feel like it's, you just got to have a little fun with it because you never know what you're going to like and what you're not going to like unless you don't try it, unless you try it. And that's what I've told myself going out with some people in my head. I'm like, okay, they hit like my my type you know what I mean like they could be like a fashion fashion guy who's trying to be a musician or like they can be I don't know xyz like they they hit like my like physical kind of like attributes or whatever but it's kind of 
it's kind of, it's not exactly it. You know what I mean? They're like not someone I would usually go for, but I'm like, I'm never going to know if I like it or not, if I don't go for it. And I've, like I said, I've never regretted any of my decisions because it's just, I'm learning more about myself. And after like my previous experiences, like actually being in relationships, I made it a priority to never make excuses and not to settle. And I feel like a lot of girls come to this realization because a lot of people that I know have been in not so great relationships. And I've just really made it a point to not just like, I don't even know how to like explain it without being like so mean about it, but I feel like it's okay to be mean sometimes, especially when it comes to you sharing your life with someone or like you being in this scene. You really can't settle. Like you can't keep giving someone the benefit benefit of the doubt. You know what I mean? Like, let's say you're with someone that you don't really think is hot. Okay, but do they have any redeeming qualities? If they do, then their looks can kind of, it doesn't really matter. You know what I mean? But if they're struggling on both sides, and like you're struggling on both sides to like, one, be attracted to them physically, and also like that connection emotionally is not there. Don't deal with it. Don't deal with it because you just feel comfortable. You know what I mean? So that's why I'm like, really, that area of my life, I'm just like, okay, I really just have to take it easy, figure out what I want and what I don't want and really be, well, how, what's the word? Really stick to my boundaries, like set them up and actually like go by it. Cause I hate it when I'm just like set these expectations for myself and I make excuses for other people. Cause then I get fucked over at the end of that. You know what I mean? Everyone would if they do that. And it's like definitely a learning thing. You definitely have to, it definitely takes time to reach that point. And I'm so happy that I'm at that point now where I can really say what I want and like go through with the shit that I say. Because I feel like for a long time, I just like was like, oh, like I know this is bad for me, but like I'm not. Like I, this time, if I don't want something, I don't want it. If I want something, I'll go for it. You know what I mean? Well, actually, no. Sometimes I get scared, so I won't go for it. But for the most part, I've learned how to say no. So good. Changed my life. You know what I mean? But I don't know. I don't know what else to say. I don't know how I got into that subject. I don't know. Oh, I literally do know. I literally said I'm going to talk about dating for a second. I feel so... I don't think you guys understand. Sitting on the floor by yourself, hearing yourself talk, is such a weird place to be. Like, I love it, but like I'm literally talking into nothing. So sometimes I feel like I'm talking in circles, and 90% of the time, I am. Maybe I should start scripting my shit. No, like I, as much as I want to, I feel like that would solve all my problems, but I really don't think that's the right choice for me because I just don't want to. And like I said, it defeats the whole purpose of Gemini, babe. All right, well, moving on to the last little section of this episode. This entire time we've been talking about 
you know, physical appearance and that attraction you have with other people, whether it's like platonic admiration, romantic admiration, and like attraction, whatever. You were you were listening. You were here for this fucking episode. You know what we're talking about. So we're gonna end it on how do you yourself become more attractive? How do you feel hot? How do you become a hot person? I want to put out another disclaimer. I don't know how many I've done. I feel like I've done a few, but I really cannot recall. But I cannot speak on how to be hot as like a conventionally attractive person and from that point of view because I I I would not put myself in that category. So I don't have those experiences, but I will share what it's like to come out of like a weird mental state of like being like, oh my God, I hate myself to being more secure with how I look and feeling good about myself because I have not felt secure with how I looked and just like who I am, like physically or whatever my entire life up until this past year, I would say. So very, very recently. And it feels so strange to be talking about this because, first of all, I've never talked about it before. And second of all, it's just taken me such a long time and so much shit to like get me to be where I am now. But I feel like I've been in this kind of mental state long enough for me to be able to talk about my experience I don't know what experience, like it's just experience being like, I hate myself to here, like I fucking said. And saying that, <laughs> um, I would say feeling more attractive or being more attractive, it's really a mentality thing for those of us who are not conventionally attractive. Because for me, I don't know, let me, hold on. I was going to like just go off of it, but I knew I had some points. So I'm just going to go off of those. I would compare myself to everyone. Everyone. And I know that's not like a me thing. I know everyone does this shit. I still do it sometimes. I know other people do it. But it was much worse because I wasn't comparing myself to people online. Because, you know, everyone knows social media is fake, whatever. It was more me seeing how my friends were being treated by strangers or just guys at school because I know that everyone in high school is insecure that's like the peak of everyone's like I don't know it's the lowest point of everyone's lives I think in high school for the most part when it comes to self-consciousness and stuff like that but I feel like in my case it was a little different just because I don't know how to put this in like a weird way But I don't have ugly friends. I feel like all my friends are so hot. And I don't know if it's just because, oh, they're my friends. But even if I weren't friends with them, I would be like, these girls are so pretty. And everyone knew that, you know what I mean? Like, in high school, all my friends are so pretty. And I wouldn't say that I was, like, buttfuck ugly. I don't think I was, like, hideous hideous. But... Being around people who were conventionally attractive and just, like, obviously more physically attractive than I was, I don't know. 
It really just took a toll on how I viewed myself and how other people viewed me, obviously, because high school boys are mean, and that's all I have to say about that. But I feel like I've experienced firsthand how different people treat you when you're constantly around people who are prettier than you. I'm not saying that in a way like, oh, I was so ugly, blah, blah, blah. That's another thing. I hate it. Like, I'm really the way, like, now that I'm saying this out loud, I'm not trying to fish for compliments because I'm just putting that disclaimer out there as well because I've noticed that a lot of people, when they talk about how, if they talk negatively about themselves, people are always like, you're fishing for compliments. But also, when you talk highly about yourselves, people are like, you're so self centered, blah, blah, blah. So, like, you can never win. But I still decided to put that disclaimer out there because I'm scared a little bit. But whatever. Um, back to what I was saying. My friends, like the people that I surrounded myself with were more attractive. And that's not really a bad thing. That's really not a bad thing at all. What was bad about it is the way I allowed that to make me feel and the way that that affected how I viewed myself. You know, like... You might not be somebody's type and that's fine. But like, I felt like I was just so out of place because I just felt, I just never felt pretty in high school. And I would base my attractiveness or like self-worth based off of guys or just the way guys would treat me or like, oh, if a guy liked me or not. And that's so terrible. And I feel like I really strongly am against it now but that's just how it was I'm just being honest that's how it was like I would see all my friends getting all this attention from all these guys and I'd be like okay I'm literally like the only one who's not getting any of this attention and it's just making me feel a little shitty and I'm not saying that I never had those experiences in high school I you know I feel like I've had the typical little high school boy experiences that's all I'm going to say about that too. So I'm not, I don't feel like I've missed out on that kind of stuff. Like I've definitely had little, little things here and there, but it was nothing compared to what my friends, I feel like have experienced because they got more attention. And in my head, I knew that they were prettier than me. And so I kind of put two and two together. I was like, okay, I'm not getting this intention because I'm not pretty or like I'm not pretty enough for them. You know what I mean? And I don't really know why I put myself in that headspace because the guys at my school, oh my God, I would not want attention from them. I didn't want attention from them because they weren't my type, but I just, they were the only options out there, right? They were the only people I can like base my opinions of myself on, which is so fucked but that's just the way it was. I'm just saying how it was. Because for me, it was just really hard to feel good about myself when it felt impossible to. Because when I'm looking online, there's all these like fucking models and shit. You know what I mean? I can't, I can't like compare to edits and just like literal professional models. You know what I mean? But when I look outside of social media and I look at the people around me, everyone's hot so I'm just like okay what the fuck and 
I don't know. It was just such a weird time basing my beauty, I guess, or like how good I felt about myself based on what my friends were experiencing, the attention or just guys or social media or whatever, because it really does not matter. Like I said, like going back to the thing about some people not being your type or like other people or you not being other people's types. These guys, they weren't my type. And I'm 100% sure that I wasn't theirs either. So I don't really know why I let that affect me so much. But, you know, you live and you learn. And I feel like everyone's naive and just insecure in high school. So everything just feels like the end of the world. But I don't know. I don't know how, I don't know when it kind of like flipped. But I stopped. I just stopped. I don't know what else to tell you. I really thought I was going to like come on here and be like, this is how you can feel good about yourself and like gives like solid advice to the public. I don't I don't know whoever's fucking listening. But I don't know. I really don't have good advice. It's just I would talk so badly about myself. And I just stopped doing that. Like there's um so many times where I'd like look through like my old spam accounts that I've talked about before. And a lot of the things are me talking so badly about myself. And it's so, it's so weird to read back now just because I remember exactly how I felt and exactly how I viewed myself at that point in my life. And it was so bad. It was so bad. And even though I posted about it and like talked about it or whatever, like I affirmed it to myself all the fucking time being like, I hate how I look. I hate this about myself, whatever. But I would try and pretend like none of it bothered me, even though, which is really contradicting because like obviously I posted about it and be like, I hate this, this, this about myself. But I really tried to fake it. You know what I mean? Like fake my confidence, fake feeling good. And people say fake it till you make it, right? But I wasn't making it. Like I was faking it, but it wasn't going anywhere. Like I feel like I felt a lot worse about myself. But I I honestly don't know what clicked. Like I just said, I don't know how I stopped. I just decided like, I don't want to feel like this anymore. And I just stopped. And I know it's a lot easier said than done. It's definitely taken me a long, long time. Like, obviously it's, I felt like this for years and I'm just now feeling more secure. That's fucking crazy. And that's so sad. But I'm, I don't know. I'm happy that like at least even though it took me a long time, at least I'm here now. You know what I mean? And what I wrote in my little in my little notes is doing what I wanted definitely helped me just get out of that negative headspace. And for me, it's it was I felt good through the shit I wore, you know? Like, for me, it was clothes, like, my style, you know, I found what I felt comfortable in and what made me feel good, and I just kept wearing shit that made me feel good so I can stay in that kind of headspace, you know? I held on to that feeling, and I just, that was it. I am so bad at talking, like, advice. 
I really like I don't really know what I'm saying. I'm just saying that that's how it was for me. You know, I just started doing things that made me feel good and I kept doing it. It took some time, but it worked. Like I feel like now I have a better grasp at my identity and how the way I dress makes me feel and like how the way I look makes me feel. And it's definitely taken me a long time, like I said. Like, it's a lot of trial and error with fashion. I don't think I have the best style in the world. I definitely don't. But I have a style that I like and that works for me. You know what I mean? And I don't know. I feel like I still tend to incorporate, like, trends. Like, I still follow whatever trends are out there. But my general look, I feel like, has stayed consistent. You know, like, compared to just, like, going from one trend to the other to the other and not really having a base. Now that I have a base and I can, like, work with it, it's just made me feel a lot better. I don't know what else to say about this. It's really just you deciding that you're hot. And all of a sudden, you feel more attractive. You're attracting more people. You're attracting more attention. And another thing that I want to talk about is the attention aspect of it. Because I just mentioned how like I was basing a lot of how I was seeking attention from people that I didn't even want attention from, you know? And like, I would, I would just like act and I would, I don't know. I don't know what I would do. I just try to block high school out of my life, really out of my brain. But I don't know. You just got to quit doing shit for validation from people you don't even really like. Because once you start putting that energy within yourself, making yourself feel good, you'll start attracting more people that you're meant to attract. And I know that sounds so stupid sometimes to say out loud. That's just how it is. And that's just been my experience with it. You know, when you feel good and when you know that you look good and you really truly feel it, other people can sense that. And that is what makes you more attractive is like you... People feel that energy. And I feel like, ugh, I hate just listening to myself back. Being like, it's people attract your energy, like manifestation. And just like affirmations. I will make an episode about that because I do feel very strongly about all the subjects. But I, so much to talk about, I don't think I can. But essentially it's like, You really have to rewire your brain to view yourself differently. And like I said, a lot easier said than done. But it's so worth it to put that time and effort into yourself. And I'd say within like the past, I don't know, six months or so, it's really been all about me trying to make myself feel better. And it's, I, I don't know. I don't know what to say. I just feel good. I feel secure. That's why I feel comfortable enough to talk about this and like post it online because I'm okay with how I am and I can recognize how far I've come from how I used to view myself before. If that makes any sense. I don't, I hope it does. I keep saying if that makes sense, no one's going to be able to tell me because no one's here. So I don't even know, but I think that's it for today. I don't know. I don't know how I... I never know how to, like, end these fucking episodes. And I never know how to start them. I wish I could just, like, start talking and just, like, stop talking and, like, that be the end of it. But I feel like that's just so awkward. 
but at the same time, I feel like my intros and my like little little outro things are even more awkward. I don't know. I'm tired. I'm done. Thank you for listening. Thank you for being patient with me. And like, if you listen to all of this, you're a trooper. All right. I'll see you. I'll see you in the next episode. I don't know when. Hopefully soon. Okay. I love you. Goodbye.